Tonight, I just want to encourage you with, from the word of the Lord, just a, a word the Lord placed on my heart today, maybe something that can apply to your life. I know it's applying to me as I'm reading it. Uh, most of the time, that's the way it is, the things that I find that God puts in my heart to share are the things that God is speaking to me in my own life right now and words I need for my own soul. And tonight, I just want to encourage you from a familiar story that most of us learned if you grew up in church or maybe you didn't grow up in church, you probably heard it somewhere along the way. And that's when the children of Israel are leaving Egypt and they're on their way and they come up against a big red sea and the Egyptians are pursuing them and chasing after them. And they think, oh no, we're trapped. We're doomed. We're done. Moses, you brought us out here to die. Why did you bring us out here to die? They said, they told Moses, they said, were there not enough graves in Egypt? So you brought us out here to die in the wilderness. And they thought it was all over with. But they didn't realize all the things that God had in store for them, the miracles and wonders that he was going to work before them. And so tonight, I just want to encourage you as we read this tonight, we're not going to read all of this. It's a long chapter. But I want to talk to you tonight about invisible pathways. Invisible pathways. This was the problem with the story of the crossing of the Red Sea. Was that here are the, Egypt, or here are the Israelites, rather. And they've been sent out of Egypt. Thank God they've been delivered from the hand of the Egyptians. But something changed in Pharaoh's heart that said, oh no, we shouldn't have let them go. Let's go after them and get them. And the Bible says that Moses, or that Pharaoh rather said to himself, the wilderness has closed in on them. Now this is an important part of this story because what happened was Pharaoh looked and he saw, here's the wilderness, here's the Red Sea, they have nowhere else to go. And I don't know about you, but I have often found in my life that there are many situations that I find myself in where there is nowhere else to go, nowhere else to turn, nowhere else to look, no one else to call, whatever it may be. I find myself that oftentimes this is the place that God brings us to so that there are some great things he can show us. And that is exactly what was about to be for the Israelites is they thought there was no way out. But God was about to show them a pathway that to their eye, their present eye, was invisible, but it was soon about to be visible. So Pharaoh pursued them, and there they go. And now we're going to read just a few verses here tonight as we talk about invisible pathways. And I want to read to you tonight, the Bible says in verse 10, as Pharaoh drew near, the Israelites looked back and there were the Egyptians advancing on them. And great fear, the Israelites cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, because was there no graves in Egypt that you've taken us away to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us? And you know, this is how the, the name of the game goes with the Israelites. They always blame Moses. They said, Moses, you did this. You brought us out here to die over and over again. That, that's just the story of their lives. But I just want to bring out a few things as we're going to kind of read through some verses in this story about the Israelites leaving Egypt and here is Pharaoh and his army. Now I want you to take note of a number the Bible tells us. The Bible says 600 chariots were after them. So you can just imagine, you know, here's the Israelites and they look back and they see Pharaoh's army and they see 600 chariots. You can only imagine the noise of 600 chariots with horses being all the, just, you know, it sounded what it was sounded like, but also what it looked like coming in, advancing on them. 
And it's important that the Bible says that they looked back. They looked back. Because when they looked forward, all they saw was a Red Sea. They saw there was nowhere else to go. When they looked back, all they saw was that the, the Egyptians are advancing on us and we have nowhere else to turn. In other words, their eyes could not see a way out. Their eyes could not find the great pathway that they needed to go. They couldn't see how this was going to work out. They were stuck. They were helpless. There was nowhere else to turn. They couldn't go to the left, the right, north, south, east, west. Where, it didn't matter, up or down. There was nowhere to go. They were stuck. And this is an important detail of this story to remember because really this is the point of the story is that when your eyes cannot see a way out, that doesn't mean that there's necessarily not. There might just be an invisible pathway. And when I'm talking about an invisible pathway tonight, it's not some overly spiritualistic thing. It's the idea that sometimes there is a supernatural way out that our eyes cannot behold. And that was what was happening with the Israelites is they measured the power of God by what they could see with their eyes. They thought God was limited by the natural. They looked and they said, Red Sea, Egyptians, wilderness, Nowhere else to go. And they thought, this is it. We're going to die. We're done for. But the point of the story is, is that God is not constricted by the limits of the natural because his very nature is supernatural. And even though they couldn't see a way out with their own eyes, didn't mean that God had not seen a way out with his eyes. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17 says it this way, that this slight momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all measure because we look at what not at what can be seen, but what at cannot be seen. For what can be seen is temporary, but what cannot be seen is eternal. You know, that's an interesting verse when you read it. It's kind of a, like, a, a, what, what? That's confusing. Paul says, we look not at what can be seen, but what at cannot be seen. And so it's kind of like, how can you see what cannot be seen? How can your eyes be put upon something that you, that's invisible? How can you do that? Other words, what Paul is encouraging them to is that there is an eternal and a supernatural God whom we put our eyes upon and whom we trust even when our own physical eyes are looking at the temporary things around us and measuring up our circumstances by what we can be seen. The truth is we have a lot of trouble spiritually because of these little eyes. We have a lot of trouble spiritually because of the things that we can see with our natural eyes. I see a problem here. I get troubled spiritually. I see a situation over here. I get troubled. I see bills piling up. I get troubled. I see a circumstance that seems out of my control. I get troubled. What my eyes see, I get troubled by. But the truth is, is that if for a moment we got rid of our physical eyes and we opened up our spiritual eyes, we would behold a God that is supernatural, who supersedes the natural world and works beyond in such a way that our physical world can't even understand, but is proof of his power and might. And so when the Israelites, they looked back, what they were looking back at was the temporary, but their eyes had not seen the supernatural. 
And that's the first thing I wanted to leave you with tonight is this, is that God's power is not measured by the natural. Oh, and thank God it's not. What if God's power was measured by the natural? We'd be doomed, right? We'd be doomed. We'd be doomed to sin. Jesus dying on a cross would have never happened. But God's power is not measured by the natural. God is supernatural. So the Israelites, they looked back. The second thing we're going to read here in verse 15 or verse 14, the Bible says, the Lord spoke to Moses and said, the Lord will fight for you and you only have to keep still. And then the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry out to me? Tell the Israelites to go forward, but you lift up your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it that the Israelites may go into the sea on dry ground. Tell the Israelites to go forward. All that Moses knew was he had a word. He, all he saw was a Red Sea and a bunch of Egyptians behind him. And all he knew was that he had a word from the Lord, go forward. Now, you know, that doesn't sound so smart or so wise. Here's a Red Sea and we're about to wade and swim through some water with however hundreds of thousands of people it might have been. I don't know. There was a lot of people and they were going to go across the Red Sea. You can only imagine. Okay, Lord, we're going to go. Tell the Israelites to go forward. And Moses, all he knew is that when you get to the Red Sea, lift up your staff, stretch out your hand and watch what's going to happen. This is the second thing we see in learning about invisible pathways when there doesn't seem to be a way and God makes a way is that faith is the pathway forward. You know, a lot of times fear seems like the pathway forward. A lot of times anxiety, talking about just the normal anxiety that we all share is the pathway forward. Worry is the pathway forward. It seems like just accruing problems is the pathway forward. But all Moses knew was that he had a word from the Lord that said, go forward, go forward. I would like to think that a lot of times in my life that this has been my situation and I've discovered myself in is that I just want to kind of sit down and give up. And I want to say, Lord, I can't see another way out. I don't know where to go. I don't know where to turn. I can't find the pathway forward. I'm just going to stop here. But the Lord all along is showing us, and this is the story of the Bible, is that faith is the pathway forward. In our spiritual walk, if we are going to continue pressing on, if we're going to continue enduring, it is going to happen by faith. It's going to continue going even though our eyes may measure up the natural world and it discourages us and it overwhelms us. The Bible shows us over and over again that faith is the pathway forward. All Moses knew to do was to go forward, hold up his staff, stretch out his hand. And it's a reminder to us to be obedient in what God says and trust that he will always make a way. It's an invisible pathway. Remember that? What our natural eyes can't see with, that doesn't mean God hasn't seen it. Faith is the pathway forward. The second, the third thing I wanted to show you from this tonight is in verse 19. And this was a verse I don't, it, it slipped my mind. I don't remember reading this. And as I went back to read the story, I thought, wow, Lord, that's a really interesting detail. I've missed that. The Bible says in verse 19, verse 20, it says that the angel of God who was going before the Israelite army moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud moved from in front of them and took its place behind them. It came between them, 
the army of Egypt and the army of Israel. And so the cloud was there with the darkness and it lit up the night and one did not come near the other all night. I always thought this was an interesting verse as I read over this. The Bible says that they, all they knew was that faith told them to go forward. As they were going to press on, faith is the pathway forward. Tell the Israelites to go forward. And here they are going forward. And this is amazing to me that as they're going forward, the Bible says that the angel of God, he changed his position and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud went behind them. And it showed us something that when God wills it, God will make a way. Here they knew that they had a, a part to do and they had to go forward. That God's will was that they would be delivered from the mighty hand of Egypt and God was going to make a way for them to get out. And it was God's will that they would be getting out. And you can see here that God began to orchestrate things in such a way that he made a way. An angel came and stood between them and the army of the Egyptians. The pillar of cloud, God's presence with them, came and stood. God's will made a way for them even when it didn't look like it. This is the amazing thing that you and I learn about invisible pathways when we're stuck in a situation and we don't know and we wonder, how am I going to get out of here? Where am I going to go? What's the next step for me? And it feels like, just like the Israelites, there's a Red Sea on one side and the Egyptians on the other. Is that when it's God's will, God will make a way. If it doesn't matter if it's an army of 600 chariots, as it was, they looked back. It doesn't matter what it might be. It doesn't matter if it's only five loaves and two fish. When God has a will, God will accomplish his will. He is always faithful to do that. And this is exactly what he did in this story. The fourth thing you're going to see here is this at the end of the story. The Bible says this in verse 31, that Israel saw the great work that the Lord did against the Egyptians. So the people feared the Lord and believed in the Lord and in his servant Moses. You know, all along, it seems like God was just trying to convince the people of Israel. You don't believe me? You don't trust in me? Okay, let's watch what's going to happen. I'm going to put an army of Egyptians behind you and a Red Sea in front of you. And let's just watch so you can see how I work. It doesn't matter if it's a great body of water or a great army of people. I'm going to show you that I'm mighty and I'm powerful. And as a matter of fact, that's what, Moses, that's what God told Moses in the beginning. You can go back and read Exodus 14 verse 4. All this is going to be done, the Lord said, so that I will gain glory for myself. Listen, this is what it comes down to is this, is that God defies natural limitations so that we might believe in the supernatural God. God defies the natural limitations so that we might believe in a supernatural God. Walking in the Spirit, as Paul encourages us, means acknowledging that there are things that we won't always be able to see with our physical eyes, but by faith we acknowledge them in the Spirit. 
We acknowledge that the Lord is working even when I can't see it, even when I can't put my eyes on it, even when I don't feel like it, even when I can't acknowledge it, even when I look back and I see an army of 600 chariots and a great Red Sea in front of me, it doesn't matter. The truth is, is that God will always make a way when he wants to and in his will. And God uses defying the natural limitations so that we might believe. And the truth is, is that sometimes you and I just need a little convincing. I've discovered that most of the time when I've got in these situations and I look and I say, Lord, I don't see a way out of this thing. I don't see a path here. I don't see a path there. God, I'm stuck. Where am I going to go? It's almost as if the Lord just says to me, Charlie, just watch me. Just watch me. Just let me show you how I can work this out. You can't work it out. And that's the point of this. I want to show you how I can work it out. And the truth is, is that I always leave those situations more amazed about the greatness of God than when I did going into the situation. I always leave with a little bit more faith than I had when I went into it in the first place. And it always leaves me in awe of the majesty and wonder of God so that God will gain all the glory for, my, for himself, the Bible says. Truthfully, truthfully, this is a story of the Bible. God just trying to convince natural people that he is supernatural so that they might believe. Discovering the God that is supernatural. Meaning, God supersedes the limitations of the natural. The Bible is full of stories that in the natural world, there was no way out. There was no alternative. They were stuck or either they were bound for death, they were limited, but God always interrupts the natural with the supernatural so that we might behold his power. Listen, it was a parting of the Red Sea for the Israelites. They went across on dry ground and they watched how the waters overtook that army. But for the hungry crowd that was following Jesus and those disciples, the only ones who knew, it was multiplying food for thousands of people and the disciples looked around and said, all we know is that we started with five loaves and two fish, but somehow all these people got fed. It was an angel opening a prison door and then when he showed up for Peter, when he showed up at the house of the disciples, they, said, they thought he was a ghost. How did you get here? I don't know. An angel opened a door. Something happened I couldn't measure up in the natural, but in the supernatural, God made a way. And is always proof where there is a natural limitation, God demonstrated his supernatural ability. And it is an encouragement to us all that sometimes God has an invisible pathway. You can't put your eyes on it. But God's working in some way, in some mighty way. And our role is to just remember, He is mighty and awesome. And don't let the natural deter our faith in a supernatural God. But He can do things our eyes can't even behold. And so tonight I want to pray for you. I want to pray for us. And you're facing a limitation in your life. You feel like there's no way out. Oh, how many times we've all been there. I want to encourage you tonight, there is always a God who is working and fighting on behalf of his people, just like he told the Israelites, the Lord will fight for you, just like he moved that angel behind them, just like he moved that pillar of cloud, just like he put walls of water around them. God always makes a way. That's his name. If there was another name for God, it's God makes a way, always. God always makes a way. And so tonight, can we just pray? And I want to pray for you. You feel like there's no way out. You feel like you're boxed in, you're closed in, you're stuck, you're, you're put in a position. I just want to encourage you tonight, there is, God always makes a way. God always, whatever you're going through tonight, you're in a, a situation, you're in a family situation, you're in a fearful situation, you're in a stressful situation. Listen tonight, God always makes a way. 
Trust in him. Don't let, the lim- don't let the natural world limit your faith, but let your faith trust in the supernatural God. Can I pray for you tonight? Lord, I thank you this evening, Lord, for all of my friends who are watching tonight that joined us together to pray, Lord. Father, tonight we're talking about invisible pathways. And Lord, I know that it's true. You always make a way, Lord. And just because my eyes haven't seen it doesn't mean that you haven't seen it. And so, Lord, tonight I trust you. I believe you. We lean on you tonight. For my friend, Lord, who's stuck in a situation and they feel like there's no way out, I pray for them tonight. God, you make a way. Make a way for them, Lord. Fight on their behalf, Lord. Go before them, Lord. And then, Lord, maybe you have to move behind them, whatever it takes, Lord. It doesn't matter if it's a great army, a body of water, Lord. God, when you will it, you will make a way. And we trust you tonight. We trust in your will, Lord. So, God, lead us tonight. Father, encourage my friends whose faith is waning tonight. God, just lift them up. Just give them a boost tonight that they may know they can trust in you and lean on you. And Father, we bless you tonight. We honor you. We give you all the glory and honor and praise. And it's in Jesus' name we pray tonight. Amen.